Good girl, come on. Hello there, and uh, welcome to uh, chapter two of Stone Clearing Richard Herring. Um, it's Sunday, the 18th of November, and uh, it's currently. No, I haven't got my watch on. It's, you know, it's about, I don't know, 7 o'clock or something. 7.30 maybe. Uh, and we're just uh, heading up to the old Stone Ocean, the Stotion as some people call it. Um, we past the road there. Wolfie, come here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And Wolfie's off. So, um... Yeah, today we're going to be looking at um, some of the things that can catch you out when you're stone clearing, um, and just some more basic tips as we head around the field. And also, well, hopefully we'll find get some exciting finds that we'll just you'll get to witness live, so to speak. Um, though. You know, you can never guarantee when that's going to happen. I know somewhere out there in that stone ocean there is the biggest stone possible, uh, my great white stone, and I am seeking it down. Regards to the cost to myself, I've had several injuries already. My arm really hurts. I think this is from sleeping on it rather than throwing stones around, but, you know, who knows. So, yeah, the sun is just coming up beautiful out here there's a light almost frost it's a sort of halfway between dew and frost on the field today but uh conditions are good it's actually good if the soil's a little damp oh look the sun just over the brow of the hill there that is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen i wish you could see this so straight away i can see some issues out here um uh, dog poo that is it's something we've touched on before, not literally, although actually that will happen to most stone clearers at some point. We're looking for things that can catch you out now. It's autumn, going into winter now, which means there are leaves on the ground. Um, just picking up a few stones as we go. Uh, oh, drop one. And remember the rule is if you drop it, you have to pick it up. These are all fairly small stones, but... What you have to remember as a stone clearer, if you pick up five little stones together, that equals one quite big, well, medium-sized stone, and so on, really. So no stone is too small. That's gone on the uh, the bench pile, which is coming along nicely. Um, yes, dog poo is something to look out for, especially in the half-light, the crepuscular light of dusk or dawn. 
Uh, and if, like last night, I came out and did some stone clearing in the night, we will do a nighttime uh, stone clearing podcast at some point for those who are slightly more adventurous. Oh, there's some good stone. I mean, I don't know where all these stones are coming from because I've cleared this area so many times. And yet, oh, yeah, look at that. That's a huge one coming out there comparatively for this. So near to the edge here. And they're going in my underbush stone pile, which is, again, a pretty good one. Seems you can hear from the clunk there, I hope, that that was quite a decent-sized stone to find just a foot from the shore. Um, yes, the things that can catch you out, that's what we're, we're talking about, the things to be careful about. In the dark, in the half-light, in the dark with a torch, obviously, it's very difficult to stone clear. In complete darkness, so of course, stone clears of the past must have done that. Or maybe by candlelight, I suppose. I don't know, you know, I don't know the details. Um... But yeah, especially when the light's bad, let's get on to what I'm trying to say. Um, it's very easy to mistake a leaf for a stone. Your torch catches something, it looks brown, you go to pick it up, damn, it's just another leaf. Even in the daytime, that can be a problem. And there's leaves all around the edge of the field, which again, when you're starting out stone clearing, that is the place you will mainly be. And you might as well start from the edge, it's easier. You can get more stones off the field from the edge, obviously, than having to traipse out into the middle of the field. Every now and again, you'll look out, you'll see a stone almost on the horizon that you can't resist. You'll hassle hop out, rescue it. Sometimes it will be the big stone that you're hoping for. Uh, other times it will just be a tiny one that's caught the light or something that isn't a stone. So leaves, what I've noticed... I don't know if there's some kind of ground spider, especially at this time, the crops are low, which will just weave its web across little divots in the field, maybe left by someone taking out a large stone, for example. Uh, and again, when the light catches that in a certain way, then uh, that can trick you. And of course, dog poo, it's just a thing to watch out for. I mean, you know, you, you can sometimes think, oh, that's a stone. Always check it. Definitely is a stone. I've got quite a persistent little stone under here. It doesn't want to come out. I think I might leave it. It's, it really didn't want to come out, that one. And you, sometimes you have to listen to the stones. That one another day. Be patient. Don't be complacent. The stones will always be here. You may not always be here, but you have time. Time is on your side. Yes, it is. Don't be overwhelmed by the huge choice. This field... I mean, it's hard to know. It literally every single square meter just on the top has, you know, 30, 40 stones. I don't know how many square meters there are in the field. And I don't know how deep down the stones go. More dog poo there out there. You know, again, it's pretty easy to spot. But if you just get excited about a stone, especially in the dark, there might be some poo around it. Now, a stone clearer can't be afraid about getting his hands dirty in fact they have to get their hands dirty that is basically the the job that you set yourself but you don't want to be going around picking up turds even as i am today i'm back in my gloves today my uh, mechanics diy gloves um i think it's worth wearing gloves at least some of the time i think it's very important not to wear gloves all of the time it's very important to feel the stones and the 
the temperature of the stones, whether they, that's a nice size one very near to the, the edge again. Here's some more. What's, I don't know where they come from, uh, but it's almost like what I'm doing is a complete waste of time. Um, you walk down and you think, well, how the hell is there a dozen stones here? Look at these. I mean, there's, these are good size ones here. I've got five or six just in one little portion. Again, just... Oh, so, yeah, I mean, don't get discouraged though by the fact that what this seems like an impossible task. Um, it isn't. If you keep going, you will achieve your dreams. That is my strong belief. Nothing is impossible. Even one man clearing a gigantic field of stones. So watch out for all those different things. And now a lot of people say, you know, what's, how do I decide what to take off the field? What size of stuff should I take off? Is it just stones? Can I take bricks off? Now, I have a simple rule with this. Uh, if it's organic, there's no need to panic, i.e. don't take the stones off the field. Um, the, sorry, the organic stuff off the field. Uh, if it's not organic, then chuck out the twat. That is what I say. So anything that is made of soil or grass or poo or leaves, of course you leave those there, but anything else which can be stones, can be concrete, sometimes you find, it can be archaeological artefacts, um, metal, I've found several bits of metal, probably bits of plough that have fallen off over the years, all of that stuff has to come off regardless, and anything bigger, oh, Wolf's just doing a poo I think, she's looking, she's looking me straight in the eye, she does it, um, now Wolfie's, Let's just see. Do I? No, it was actually just a wee, I think. Oh, my goodness. I know there's a little poo there, but it's it's off the field. It's in a place where I don't need to pick it up. I'm not a hypocrite. It's uh, That was in a bush. Uh, and that is fine. That will decompose through nature. And no one will have to go through there. I have strong feelings about dog poo, which I'm sure will come up a lot in this podcast. But And I usually, even if there's any grey area there with dog poo, I will usually air on the side of picking up, but that one I can promise you uh, was, will just melt away into the earth of its own volition. So yes, if it's organic, no need to panic. You can, and if it's not, then chuck out the twat. And as I say, uh, my friend Emma Kennedy's been on to me uh, about the fact that I just want to throw everything off the field. That's the job, okay? We're not dry stone wallers. Any wall, any path, anything you're creating out of these stones is a offshoot of stone clearing. There's so many stones to clear, you don't have time to place them all. You can place some of them just for your own well-being. I think it's nice to think you're achieving something. Um, but realistically, you know, there's billions upon billions of stones out here. And I'm talking about anything bigger than, you know, a grain of soil a grain of sand. I've walked quite a long way out into the Stone Ocean here onto a little track halfway through just to see what's out here. And there are some good examples out here. That's the thing. You see, once you start coming out a bit into the field, you do start to find these larger stones again. But uh, obviously you're a bit exposed to other dog walkers at this stage. If they see you out in the field, it's very hard to disguise. Oh, there's a beauty here. I mean, it's uh, it's a Hermione's hand-sized clump, so not a massive stone, but I'm pleased with that. That's going to go on my 
I've got five, six medium-sized stones out here, say here, that I've managed to get by just going a little bit further out from my usual haunts, which is reassuring because it means that a lot of these these size stones have gone from the first metre around the edge of the field. So I am making a difference. What I'm doing isn't a waste of time. What I'm doing is good. Uh, and, yeah, there's a nice little low wall developing here in the mid-exit of the field. You can hear this just again from the clunk. I'm sure they're the size of those stones. I'm really pleased about that. So where was I? Oh, yes, so you're getting stuff off this field. That's what it's about. And it's, you don't want to get leaves off. You're not interested in that. That's not your job. You don't want to get um, twigs off. That's not your job. You'll see twigs there. That's nothing. Don't worry. Those are ephemeral things. They're like you. They will rot away almost instantaneously in the grand scheme of time. The rocks are the things. Anything not organic. That's what we're talking about. Sure, metal will corrupt and rust, but it will still last longer than you and your puny human form. And these leaves, I mean, these leaves are lying here, arrogant as you like, thinking they're the king of the ground. They don't realize, A, they're just helping the plants to grow by warming up the ground a little bit. And B, soon they will decay to nothing, become just soil themselves. Just the wrapping for some stones that some lucky... See there, I just thought, oh, there's a lovely stone. It was a slightly grey-green leaf, and that was that's the disappointment you can get. So you've got to be sharp-eyed. Again, there's another one right along this stretch. Uh, there's usually quite a lot of stones on here. I haven't done this stretch all that much. Here's a nice little clump of medium-sized, tiny, well, tiny, tiny pebbles, really. Put five of them together. Look, that's one medium-sized stone. That's the way to look at it. And every single one of these stones has to come off this field for you to accomplish your mission. So don't think, oh no, I've just picked up five little stones in the last four or five minutes. You've done your job. And there's a dog walker behind me looking at me, wondering what's going on. I don't know if he's going to come this way. Uh, come on, Wolves. Uh, he's crossing across the field. He's avoided me. So, so far at this time, uh, no... Real opposition. When you come out at night time again, as we were discussing there in the night episode, there's a lot to discuss about night stone clearing. The good thing about that is there are very few people out here. You can take your time. You can clear a lot of stones without worrying too much. So those five stones I've been carrying for a little while looking for a pile. And uh, I've just spotted quite a nice, I mean, sort of, well, that's somewhat almost tennis ball size ball there. Just a sort of small tennis ball. Uh, and so I just tossed those five little stones into some brambles. Now, see, Emma Kennedy thinks, no, you've got to build a dry stone wall, Richard. Everyone must go in the wall. You throw these in at random, believe me, there's enough stones in here. The wall will come without you crafting it all the way. I love this little, this is my, one of my favourite places to throw the stones. This is a little slope under a tree. Very hard to group the stones through throwing. But again, I'm not worried because I'll be passing that tree, hopefully... Maybe, I don't know if I'm doing it 700 times a year, maybe another 10, 20,000 times in my life. If I throw 20,000 stones under that tree, it doesn't matter, does it? Think about it. Think. It doesn't matter what, where the stones go. Eventually, they will create a wall. And as I say, please feel free to mix it up. There are no rules to stone clearing. Rule one of stone clearing 
is there are no rules to stone clearing. Rule two of stone clearing is please be careful if you're throwing stones. Make sure there aren't any dogs or people around or other creatures. But those are the only rules. There are no rules and that rule about throwing stones. Um, sure, place if you want. I'm just telling you, if you try to place every stone, if you try to build a perfect wall with cement, A, you're not doing what the job is, which is just to clear the stones. Anything else is peripheral. And uh, B, and oh, a nice kick there. I love, do love the kicking. That was from quite a way out. It's got right to the shoreline there and then just nip it randomly again into the bushes. That will be part of the wall at some point. Uh, you've got to get these stones off the field. That's all you've got to do. And that's what I'm doing. And people have said I'm mad. People have said I'll never do it. A lot of people, you know, worried that I will do it. Um, concerned that the farmer's going to be upset because he's put the stones on this field for a reason. Um, a, I don't think that's true. But B, I mean, fucking get a grip. I'm one man. This... I mean, I've no idea. I will one day work out how big this field is for you, but just so you can get what you're saying in some kind of perspective. But fucking hell. I'm sorry for the language this morning to uh, any child stone clearers out there. Um, swearing isn't big or clever, but I'm just cross. Uh, you know, the point of this is that it looks like I can never do it. And then when I do it, you're going to be amazed. Oh, lovely flat. Oh, it's flat like stone with it. Oh, no, just it's a different stone on top of that. A little lump on it. Uh, again, those flat stones can be annoying because they look big on the surface. And you think, great, I found my great white stone, um, which might not literally be white. It's a metaphor. Um, and then they're actually not that big. They're just a disc. But, uh, again, everyone has to come off. It doesn't matter. Um, and, yes, the, the soil slightly claggy today. That's something to watch out for. You might find if you're wearing gloves that the gloves are getting ruined and useful for useless for DIY at any point. Uh, but it's quite good in terms of getting them out. There was that one stone I said that, that looked quite big, and I think like maybe just the point to it was coming up at the top of a real iceberg. I decided to leave it be. It had made that choice. It was resisting my efforts to get it out, so I let it be. Um, dog barking in the distance looking across the field now so I've, I've basically crossed I'm not really even halfway across the field if you're judging by how fast I'm walking you can probably hear my paces if I were to go around the whole field um, I, I'd say I'm a third of the way around so that you can start to judge the size of the field from from that in your mind um, uh, and reaching a point here in this uh, far corner where there are as I say, this is one of the more fruitful areas. You will find that there's just parts of the field where there seems to be pretty much nothing, and there are other parts where, you know, it's a real bonanza. My feet are a little bit cold. I came out without socks. I just put, stuck my wellies on today, and uh, the ground is, is pretty cold. Just coming to look at, yeah, there's, uh, you know, what I do, what I tend to do, as I'm sure I've said, and there will be a little repetition in this podcast due to the nature of stone clearing being quite a simple thing uh, with no real stuff to say about it. Um, what I like to do if I find a big stone is to use that as the start of a pile of stone. Maybe later if we go there, I, you know, also use some 
some phenomena that's already there. There's a big slab of concrete uh, right over the other corner of the field that, for some reason, has found its way into the edge of the field. And uh, I'm trying to dis- get that covered and hidden away by stones because I don't think it really belongs here. I mean, none of the stones belong here. That's sort of the point. But concrete especially is sort of a parody of stone. It's offensive to the stones. And therefore, I think it is apt uh, if concrete and other man-made attempts to make something as good as stone from uh, from bits of stone, that you know that should be um, dissuaded by by being hidden away. And so that's what I'm doing there. So coming up to the top uh, left-hand corner, as you look at it from the road, I suppose, of the field, and this is this is the point that I like if there isn't many people around. There doesn't seem to be anyone around at the moment, so I'm just having a look just to check I won't be discovered. Again, there are there is another field beyond this one. Maybe we'll get onto that one one day. Um, so there's always the chance that someone could appear, see me talking to myself and picking up stones and thinking I was insane rather than, you know, important doing an important job as I am. Oh, yeah, that was a, a lots of, you know, I mean, these are regulation-sized stones, basically. This is your meat and potatoes, uh, and they are about the size of a kind of potato. Uh, when it, you know, the varying sizes of potato there are, but you know, medium-sized potatoes. So I hope that gives you an idea of the size of the stone we're talking about. This is a nice little can. This is one that I remember sometimes place, but then when I'm heading back across the field diagonally, which is what I tend to be doing now. In fact, I don't think on this podcast we've yet um, headed around the edge of the field yet so we're still not encompassing the entire scope of the field uh, on this podcast yet so you, I don't know if you can hear that I'm throwing these stones from a distance now because there's lots here just a time-saving thing Emma Kennedy I can't go back and place each one of these individually it'll make this job impossible rather than what it is at the moment and there's a dog walk in the distance but I don't think close enough to see what I'm doing oh really want to get that one out. I do have a trowel in my pocket. Again, some dog, some stone walkers, stone collectors would say, well, you know, you can't use a trowel. That's against the whole ethos of this thing. Sometimes I do. Today, I feel I'll go traditional. Um, and I'm just tossing these stones towards the pile. That one's gone on. That's good. That one's pretty close. There's just some amazing stones here that would take forever to clear if I walked them I walk them out, but that's basically the way it is. These ones are close enough to toss underarm, which is all I would do. No overarm throwing. That's just my personal preference. You have to decide how far you're afraid to risk the lives of others. Uh, that one's gone onto the edge of the path, but you know that another day that will be clearable. That's what I'm saying. We're just trying to get the stones off. So, yeah, we're looking for sort of today in this podcast. We're looking at things that can catch you out. I mean, there isn't that much. You know, to fill up for the whole podcast. On the dog, going for that one. And then disappointed that it's come to a stop. So, um, you know, leaves, as I say, watch out for those cobwebs. Dog poo, look out for that. Um, those are the main things I've come across. But, you know, I've, I'm, a, I've so, I'm, you know, I'm putting myself out as a bit of an expert here. But, oh, my goodness. The dog just trying to run into my face there. And again, the dog, so I've got to be very careful. The dog is running for these stones, which makes it uh, risky. So I'm heading back across the field now, and I think I've reached the point where I can no longer really throw anything back. Anything I get now, I have to pick up. 
and I have to decide whether it's worth carrying a stone now for 200 metres to the central cairn um, or whether I leave it for another day. Uh, some nice, well, the thing that the ones on the path, when they're in, a lot of them are trod right into the ground, which makes them hard to get out. Um, and again, hopefully giving you some scale on this, that's how nice that is. A, that's the size of a tennis ball. So, you know, that's one of my problems uh, as a stone clear. Anyone can clear stones. doesn't matter. Your levels of ability or disability are not important. You can get, everyone can get out and do this to some extent. Um, you need persistence. You need the staying power. These are things that if you don't have, you will not get there. Ideally, you need quite big hands, which I do not have. I have little hands. I'm just picking up some of these potato-sized stones, and you all know what size a potato is. I don't need any more description of that. Um, and I'm just, I have to rest them in the crook of my other hand. My, my coat is very dirty from the soil. Again, I don't care about the dirt. I'm not afraid about getting my coat dirty or my hands dirty. Uh, you can try and, um, still a good 100, 150 meters away. I've got three stones. I'm trying to kick one stone here along the path. Wolfie, we'll again, get me excited about that. See how far I can get it towards the middle of the field. I'm basically looking for, I am sort of gold digging here and going for the, oops, careful wolves, going for the bigger stones. Um, just because at the moment I might as well. There's, you know, I can, I can maybe carry 10 stones to this central point. I might as well make them uh, big ones. I might as well get that job out of the way. And again, by clearing some of the big stones. It does give you a feeling that you're achieving something. Whereas if I carried like 20, 30 tiny stones in my hands uh, for, for three or 400 meters, I think it's probably as really, then uh, I might feel foolish. Uh, also, when I put them down, if someone was coming, no one's coming. I mean, I've been lucky today. Uh, in terms of stone clearing, in terms of the podcast, it'd probably be more exciting podcast if I was in danger of being discovered, my secret identity. Uh, people saw what I was doing. I think the village would be in uproar, uh, or at least just think I was odd. Um, so it's nice to have come out a little bit early on a Sunday when people, maybe normal, the normals, the non-storing, stone-clearing folk, uh, that maybe you recently were, and now hopefully you are uh, one of us, they are unlikely to be here at this stage. So, yeah, so I'm heading for this uh, telegraph pole in the centre of the field that I, we all know about from previous podcasts and I now currently have I have one two six stones in the crook of my left hand and arm uh, and three in my left in my right hand sorry my other hand two hands I have it's important to know your left from your right as a stone clear just try and maybe try and learn that before you start just helps to know what and know which is your stronger hand so I could start throwing those three towards the central pillar but I think I'll place them today. Uh, you can just have to do a bit of a spit there. I've got a bit of a, a cold. Um, and uh, no, I, that's the problem. You know, A, my, if I had a hanky, it would get dirty. Uh, and B, my hands are full of stones. So, yeah, there's a, there's a good little clump starting up here. And I'm going to try and build this into quite a large mound. Um, there's a lot of space here around. This is a tr little bush growing next to the pole, plus uh, a bit of area of ground that isn't really being used to cultivate crops. So 
I don't have to be too accurate here because eventually, you know, hopefully this pile will be four or five meters wide in the end, but I do want to fill it all the way around. I don't want a hollow structure. I want this to be maybe six feet high. Um, and again, it's right. So that means it's easy for there's a couple of little ones here. I'll just kick those. I mean, on or towards. Sometimes you feel like I've started kicking. I want to get it on. And sometimes you just think that's near enough. Um, you know, you could do a little scavenging around here if you wanted in a place like this. There are a fair few big stones around here. And yeah, look, you know, I'm sort of in the middle of the field. What are we looking? Half a kilometre that way? Three third of a kilometre that way? I don't know. And this, so it's an L-shaped field. So this bit is the main field. And then the bit I come up first of all is the little uh, bottom part of the L. Um, there's a playground over there. Uh, if you do know where I am, please keep the secret. Uh, and uh, please don't try and find this. Find your own field if you can. And I've come out a few feet. And there you go. This is what I'm talking about. There's just immediately... I mean, these are the stones you kind of, your bread and butter stones, your meat and potato stones. And that's a dinner dish worth of stones just there in one hand. Okay, a dog walker is coming from that secret corner. So I am going to start heading back. Uh, and these stones are going on the other side of the telegraph pole, which is less populated by stones. Okay, Wolfie, let's go. Oh, there's a big one just lying here, which I just tossed towards the... Before we go, that might be one that I've thrown before by the looks of it. That looks like it's been unearthed by someone or something. Uh, and that's it. You're throwing, if you're just throwing them gently back, even if you're just throwing them a few feet, as long as they're in a position where they're more accessible, you can get them another day. This is, you're not trying to do this. Rome wasn't cleared of stones in a day, was it? It took a long time to do that. And uh, patient, not complacent. Time's on your side. Uh, I'm carrying one stone now down the, maybe two. I mean, I should get better, better at working out how many meters there are. Um, maybe it's 100 meters, I don't know. To the next place where realistically I can dump some stones. Um, and this is always the bit, you're on your way home. You've relaxed a bit, you've cleared a few stones you can feel that you've achieved something already with my day you know most of you are still in bed as i'm doing this what have you done nothing i mean go back count up how many stones do you think i've done but at least 50 i'd say and quite a lot of those good good size ones today uh, nothing extraordinary nothing to put in the photo album um put up on the mantelpiece i think any stone that's approaching the size of say, a half a football. That's where you know you've got something special. That's when you can feel good about yourself. That, that stone has survived on this field this long with this many plows going over it without being smashed to pieces. And just picked up a, a ping-pong ball there. A ping-pong ball that's been splatted, but, uh, I mean, not literally. I'm just giving you sizes here. Just because it felt like the stone talked to me. The stone said, Rich, is my time. Uh, yeah, sure. There's other more fruity, juicy, big stones around here that you may want to think, let's get the big ones off. But no, I wanted this one. It fits neatly in the center of my palm. I could get another four or five stones in this, even in this tiny hand around this one. But that stone wanted to be cleared. 
getting close to the edge now with very few stones in hand. So it's going to pick up a few from the path. You know, the path needs to be done as well as everything else. Uh, some of you are getting worried about whether that will make the path too sludgy. I don't think it will. I think the uh, earth gets clumped down. Um, and there are just a few, just a few tiddlers to add to this pile. Of, I mean, it's strange how some, and there's just two, I can't resist that. Sometimes you just can't resist, for some reason, the way they look, the way they shine in the sun. You want to take them, and that's your decision. You're making the stones will guide you, but ultimately you decide which ones you're picking up, and you don't have to feel bad if you leave them on behind. We're going this way, Wolfie. And this is, yeah, this is, I feel like this path should be bigger. Uh, it's weird how my main show home is is really big. My main show wall, I suppose I should call it for the moment, until I've made it into a cabin for me to live in, which will make stone clearing a lot easier if I live out here on the field. Um, which, you know, if my wife may kick me out eventually. Um, yeah, I don't know if other people are helping out. I know people have seen that. It's, it's a lot more obvious the big one, but uh, it does seem to be going fast. But I think just because the stones around there are pretty big, whereas the stones here are not as big. And I'm just heading out. There's a tree here, which I've always been interested in. Again, could be a little place to deposit stones. And I've just put two ping pong balls there. Kicked another bigger one a bit closer. Just sort of seeing what's out here, really. Um, hoping I won't get into trouble being out on the field but I'm being careful about where I'm standing to an extent but again the crops do not matter the crops will be here not even for a year and then gone and then digested thrown away eaten by pigs and humans the stones they have to be got off the field uh, and I've got one there I missed my little game of throwing it at that pole because I went into the field so sorry if you like that bit of the podcast There'll be other times. And people say, how long are you going to do this for, Rich? You know, is this just like a silly thing you do once or twice? No. Every week until the clear, the field is clear of stones or until I die, whichever comes quicker. And if needs be, if I do not complete the task, I'll be passing instructions to my children to carry on. Uh, weekly, whether they live in Hertfordshire or not, they will have to come back from wherever they are in the world to do at least one week, one day a week of stone clearing. And they might, if they're coming a long way, they might as well make a day of it, bring their own families and so on down the generations. And hopefully, I mean, I'm hoping I'll do it myself, obviously. I'll live long enough for that. But if uh, fate intervenes or if the farmer kills, shoots me for being on his field, then so it shall pass down and so on. For it is written and so it must be shall. So yeah, I mean, this ostensibly this podcast has been about the uh, the dangers of misidentification. Though you know we covered that in about thirty seconds. There's not much to say about it, is there? Um, there again, weirdly, I just as we we're talking about, I just looked at the, uh, the ground. Oh, that's a nice one, though. It's a leaf again. And there's a couple of little ones here. I'm just approaching my main cairn, and from this direction, pickings are small. That's the weird thing. Coming across the field, I guess because. You know, that's just the way it is, and the stones in the middle of the field are less likely to be cleared by some good citizen like me. Yeah, I mean, this is, you saw the picture of this cairn in the lost podcast, and uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's it's quite impressive until I suppose you look at the extent of how much more field there is to cover. Uh, but the sun now above the trees, heading on its journey into the sky, and my day is beginning. Um, see, there's an example. That's uh, it's almost like this sort of frosty web on the ground. You think that's a, that looks like an interesting stone, but no, it's not. It's nothing. Um, and I'm just going to go a little back into the across the path as there's no one around, just to see if I can find a couple of bigger stones just to add to my main pile. I find on this track, which sometimes I go along by accident, which isn't a real track, there are quite a lot. It's uh, there's some tractor tires have come across here, um, and there are some good examples here. Again, I do not want to be seen by anyone. And there doesn't seem to be anyone around. Uh, but the sun is in my face, so it's actually, you know, that's a lot of this. That's the problem of light and the way you're viewing the ground can be as big an issue as anything. So, I mean, that is part of this. Oh, is this going to be a good one? Or is it just going to be a flatty? It's fairly flat, but it's not too bad. And yes, as I thought, there is, I've seen these guys as I've been passing. And that's what we're talking about. I saw them, I thought, oh, one day, that day for some of them. Today is that day, and they're all, again, as this podcast has been, they're all just pretty regular-sized, good-sized, but not not massive ones, and a couple of small ones I'll take as well. And then let's head back before we scurry. There's a big lump of wood there, not interested. Not interested. And it's got a dog poop by it, almost. Oh, and this one, I feel like getting my trail out for this one, despite everything I said. That's not the poo, it's near the poo. So be careful of the poo. We'll just have a little look at the poo. Oh, yes, this could be a good one. Oh, yes. That's the stone of the day. Oh, nearly fell on Wolfie. Do be careful of your stones around animals. That will do me. This is, you know, I mean, it's uh, in the state shape of a quotation mark, but a big chunky one. Um... It's, a, it's the size of the back end of a good-sized skull with the, with the, the old uh, spinal cord coming down the back, if you will. That is a nice stone. I can be happy with the day just having found that one. Sorry to the purists. I did use a bit of trial action to get that out. Um, but without a trial, I'm not sure that one would ever have come out. It's that big. And that will go near the top of the middle of there where that wall is getting a nice size. It fits in very nicely there, actually. Um, and the others I'll just throw haphazardly as they come around the corner down the field. This is very much a corner wall now, and I'm very pleased with it. It's, I think it's probably reached the height that I want to be at the moment. To begin with, I'll make the whole field a wall of about two feet, maybe a metre high. Um, and then I'll, I'll, you know, and then if there are more stones, then the wall becomes thicker and higher. It's pretty thick there, that's the thing. Obviously, a lot of stones just fall behind. If the stones roll down the walls that you've made. You have to decide whether you're going to go back and pick those up. So um, I'm coming down now back to the start, back to my original cairn. And this is a place that, A, very covered in leaves. I am slightly concerned about when the snows start falling. So just kicked one little tiny stone there by accident on the path, and that is now being kicked into touch. Um, there's another one. Bang, see, just just... Always be working. Um, if you venture a little further away from the edge of the field, there are a few stones down here. 
Uh, and if you're really sharp-eyed and can see between the leaves, then you will see the odd smallish stone. Again, they're slightly flummoxed by some kind of frosty spider web. I don't know where spiders are growing. What are you doing, guys? Put your webs up higher. A, the flies are up here. And B, think about the stone clearers, guys. Come on. Bit of quid pro quo. Where's my dog? There she is. She's right behind me. She's a good girl. Um, so, uh, sorry about the cold. I'm sorry for this minute of sniffling and snuffling during this podcast. But that's the, the, a, a stone clearer cannot stop clearing stones just because of the weather. Uh, sorry, just because they're feeling, well, the weather as well, but just because they're feeling ill. Um, get out there, do it, podcast it if necessary. See, just like, you know, all the way I've walked down there, really seen nothing. There's a little clump of three tiny stones here. And then I've got, I mean, and then there's very few cairns down this way because, again, the, the stones are too small. The ones I'm clearing are just tiny. Uh, coming up to this ditch, which is not a drainage ditch, someone was worried about it. It's just a ditch uh, down the edge of the field created by uh, the fence is a little bit further away than it should be uh, and uh, I'm just going to fill over the years I'll just fill that up a bit uh, and even if it is a drainage dish these are stones that water will seep through I expect I don't know really much about physics so yeah those three little stones I picked up in that whole walk down there I mean that's pretty pathetic isn't it uh, down, as you get further down here there are a few more there's a bit more choice um but again, these are, we're just talking about the the pebbly sort of stones. One's a ping pong ball. Well, that one can be nerfed. Look, that one looked good, but but hey, look, I can be content with the number of stones I've taken off today, and also I think that that Reese, that last find, just just as I was about to give up and go home, that one certainly uh, will be something to tell the kids about in a few years' time. They won't understand now. I'm just digging out a few. The little stones here, and again, remember that mantra: if you've disturbed it, you have to take it, unless um, there are some ramblers or other dog walkers coming, in which case you are allowed to dump them until another time. But do try to remember where you put them. I lost that whole bounteous lot that I that I was carrying when the ramblers disturbed me last week. Now, yeah, this, this is an interesting phenomenon, just like some dog food that has become. Something spun something around it, or some creature is eating the dog poo, or something. I don't know what's going on, but it becomes this like candy floss, usually around a dog poo. So, and it looks exciting, and you think, oh, I wouldn't, I wonder what that is. But do not touch those; they are covered in dog poo. Uh, just add those few tiny stones again. Remember, yeah, it feels bad when you have tiny stones, but they all need to be taken off, and they all add up. Those five stones add up to a reasonable size stone. So, hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the theme music that has now been added and the voiceover from the mystery voiceover artist. I wonder if any of you can guess who it is. Uh, do keep listening to the podcast. Do do keep telling your friends about it. Anyone you think might be just in, in stone clearing or is already a stone clearer. Again, I think as uh, yeah, it's all been pretty basic as we move on over the weeks and the years to come. Uh, the, the tips will become a little more, a bit more expert as I become a bit more expert myself, I guess. But uh, when I'm playing animal, vegetable, or mineral, I always choose mineral. Again, except if people realise that, because then it's basically one of the twenty questions um, gone. Is it, or does it not count as one of the twenty questions? It's which case I always do mineral, but it makes it easy because someone's playing me, they can 
to say, well, I'll only I'll look up all the mineral things in a dictionary, and I'll be ready for rich. Uh, and he's always that he's always talking about stones off his fields. So it's always that. That's what I do when I'm playing 20 questions. So um, hope you've enjoyed this. We'll be back next week with more. I hope this is recorded. I mean, if it hasn't, you're not listening to this bit. And uh, yeah, enjoy your stone clearing. If you have any questions about stone clearing, please do email me, herring1967 at gmail.com. Um, they may feature in a future podcast. Again, but if you know where I'm collecting stones, please keep it secret. I don't want lots of people tramping over my stones and stealing my stones. Find your own field. Uh, don't try and find it. Just you know, enjoy this for what it is. Don't annoy the farmer by traipsing over his field. Just one man can do that. All right. I love you all. I'm back home now. Uh, the dog's done a poo and uh, probably some wheeze. I wasn't really paying attention because I was looking at the stones mainly. Because she could have been up to anything. Might be pregnant. Don't worry. She's been done. Um, you're right, Wolfie. Do you have a good walk? Thanks to Wolfie for accompanying me on this walk. And uh, managed to cycle by. He doesn't know he's on a podcast, but the slow turning wheels of his bicycle, like the slow turning days of our lives, will be recorded and will echo through the ages as people in the future listen to this podcast and wonder wonder what people of the 21st century were really like. I'm hoping this is the only artifact that will survive from our civilization. Um, certainly, I know that my stone wall will be the only artifact that survives for any great length of time beyond uh, any digital recording medium. I, I, I meant to wrap up ages ago. I'm back at the house. Sure, sure, have to be quiet. My wife might find out what's going on. I'll have locked the door. Wolfie! Good girl. We're going to go inside now. Come on here. Good girl. There's your enemy, the cat. It's your greatest enemy. Where did I put the key, Wolfie? You have been listening to Stone Clearing with Richard Herring and also featuring Wolfie, uh, who did a poo during this podcast. Uh, I didn't know, so anyone who says I did is... <laughs> Thank you very much to Mike Devon Cosgrave, who created this beautiful music you're listening to now. Thank you to our mystery voiceover introductory person. Do you know, do you know who it is yet? And thank you to Orange Mark and everyone at the British Comedy Guide. No stones were harmed during the creation of this podcast.